This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for being here. It is, of course, time to talk about our next gate. Before we get into it, just a reminder you can check out my free guide to human design basics that will lead you to your correct $11 or a type masterclass. And then you can head on to your correct yoga nidra, your energetic beauty sleep for your type and authority. There is a whole selection, 13 different combinations, and one will be exactly right for you. And you just listen to that every night and it bypasses the conscious mind helps to reprogram the subconscious. You get the beauty benefits of yoga nidra that are proven by science. And then you get all this amazing human design intel. Like if it's just too much at the at the mental level, which human design is meant to meant to not be lived from the mind anyway. It's meant to be lived in the body. So that is a total hack, a beauty hack and an HD hack to get you where you want to be faster. And yeah, and I'm working on some cool projects for a little fox. Um, <laughs> Got to get this recorded so I can get back to back to work. Uh, that are pretty cool, and I don't know, which is good. Things are kind of um, in a limbo place, and uh, making some transitions and stuff. So I'll have more to share soon, I believe. But in the meantime, you can find everything over on Instagram at Michaela McLean, and the links will all be in the show notes. So let's get on to the episode. Oh, sorry. One other thing to note, if you haven't listened to it yet, I had the idea the other day to do a, I'm calling it TLDR, um, my too long didn't read episodes. So a shortened mini version of each gate as they go. So I just started with gate 46, just hitting the high notes. I was so proud of myself. That thing clocked in at like four minutes total. I'm like yes girl so if you're like gosh i i do want to listen to to it or i just need it or you just don't have the time or you are like i need a refresher of that that energy um i plan to put those out hopefully i mean I, i'm always like mm, don't speak so soon but you know you got to put it out um to do those right alongside the normal gate episode so you get these big ones that are like let's dissect this every which way and then these mini versions that are just going to be like the high and the low expression. I did throw in the gene keys uh, keywords as well. But like I said, a couple of minutes, super quick, great refresher. So those, those, hopefully that's going to be a thing that exists now. So check back. All right. So of course, my reminder every time, don't try to understand this at the mental level. What I was just talking about with yoga nidra, just let it bypass, let it, uh, let it sink into your cells. Let that sound current get in there and just get you get you right. Let you know what you need to know when you need to know it. Okay, so gate 18, we are continuing to progress. We're officially in Libra season, right? Um, we're in 18 in human design located in the spleen. And it's part of the collective understanding or logic circuitry. This is the more yang, cool-headed, planning, and future-focused side of the chart. It loves repeatable patterns you can experiment with to prove. This is the logical left brain. And I always say it's refinement and alignment, you know, on this side of the collective versus the creative experiential flow of the collective abstract sensing side of the chart. 
And so starting with the center, I love to call the spleen our inner caveman or our inner wild animal because it is our survival awareness center. It's the oldest center in the body graph. And like all of the awareness centers, in its low expression, it's about fear and anxiety. And with the spleen in particular, it's primal fears. This is survival fears. Um, but in, in its elevated expression, it governs instinct and intuition. It's not logical or sensical. It is just intuitive instincts. And it's awareness in the present moment. And it physically correlates with the lymphatic and immune systems. So 18 is known as the gate of correction. And its I Ching name is work on what has been spoiled. The keynote with this is the fear of authority. It's awareness of the pattern that needs to be corrected or not. Fear of being judged by others and or too much self-judgment. Um, I have to laugh because, you know, one of the books on human design, it, it describes this as, as both a blessing and a curse. And I concur <laughs> because guess what? Uh, if you've if you ever heard 18 previously, you know this or heard me mention it. I have this bad boy not once, not twice, not three times, but four times in my own chart. We know her well. So the energy of 18 has this in intuitive, instinctual ability to spot what is wrong and needs to be corrected or improved upon. So I'm sure that you can sense. <laughs> especially in the way I'm talking about it, uh, the potential for this to go south, to, to sour very easily. Uh, the low expression is to turn this energy inward on yourself or directed to other individuals. That's really important um, because it's collective. I'll explain. Anyway, when people say like, oh, I'm such a perfectionist, I'm like, you see 18 in their chart, guess what? It's actually an issue. Like these people really do probably struggle with perfectionism. Uh, it is a marker of extreme perfectionist tendencies and can swing, can vacillate between feeling inferior or superior to others. It is always finding the flaws, picking things apart because of the fear that nothing will ever be, air quotes, perfect. Uh, but one of the funny little benefits that I always kind of attribute to this gate is that um, I personally don't put people on pedestals. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, they're my idol, or I just love this, you know, like I love people, right? But I don't, like, there's no hero worship or anything like that because I'm super aware that we're all flawed. <laughs> and most of all, myself. So, um, yeah. Anyway, with 18, there's just, it's like quite literally, there's always something that could be better. And honestly, it's exhausting. You know, it's literally judgment. It's, and it's considered a challenging energy. That's part of this fear thing, you know, challenging authorities. Uh, it's always looking for improvement, right? So it's going to challenge the status quo. So family, uh, parents, school, you know, whatever. Because it can always see the cracks. It sees the cracks in everything, you know, and so everything can always be better. Um, you know, and and I will say, like it, it, being very personal here, it's like I do feel like this is such a strong trait in me that it's been one of the one of the things that I could definitely reflect on at my age and be like, this is this is definitely something that's 
kept me from enjoying a lot of aspects of life. Um, you know, cause she's a picky MF. <laughs> like it's so bad. Um, yeah, but the high expression because everything has a high and a low, right? And that's actually, I mean, since I'm talking about personally right here, it's like, this is just that reminder. It's like, and this is a really great gate to do it with um, because it's like what we perceive as flaws or like, oh, the low expression, the shadow of this. It's like everything is a polarity. It's all a spectrum, right? So I can inhabit that side of it. You know, I mean, that's a, it, it shows up many times in my chart that um, it's pretty intense. Or I can choose, you know, I have the awareness, so now I can choose how I want to utilize that energy and view it as a gift versus a flaw or a weakness, you know, anything like that. So the high expression of this energy is to turn those tendencies outward. Like I said, it's a collective energy. It's not meant to be used on yourself or on another individual right this is about making yourself of service by seeing what is not working or even injustices just things that are not wrong on a collective level right that's big picture um it's helping to improve society for everyone using your extremely <laughs> extremely discerning eye for identifying what is out of, out of balance and help to make it right and I comfort myself with this little nugget because I always think the special thing about 18 is this like golden ability to touch and up whenever it touches anything, right? It's Midas touch. It upgrades and up levels, whatever it comes into contact with. It's the extra little tweak, the cherry on top, the je ne sais quoi. It's like it elevates. 18 is an elevator. Okay. It takes it to the next level. It just makes it that much better. It's it's like there's a, there's this element of excellence there. Um, and I would say it's like editor in chief vibes. This is Anna Wintour, you know? Oh, and again, I already mentioned this because this is how I see the collective logic, but it's refinement and alignment just constantly, constantly um, making things better over and over like polishing something right new levels of mastery i have 16 gate 16 in another very important part of my chart um and i always talk about that one in reference to ballet and i'm like this is in the same circuitry and it's in the same stream and so like i super duper identify with this the idea of that repetition and the refinement and alignment constantly just little incremental shifts um and always trying to like make things better like trying to perfect not be perfect but perfect things over time um and i always say i think 18 is a fantastic marker in an esthetician i might be a little bit biased right but um when i was in the treatment room i was just one of those people that's like i have to do the best possible job i, I really and, it, and honestly. <laughs> It really bothers me. Like, I like to be treated by people like that too, that are not just slapdash, like, oh, sure, I kind of, I zapped some things. Like, it was just like, I can't have my patient leaving here with three little stray hairs, like peach fuzz, you know, dermaplane, or did not every spot get lasered, like 
totally like crazy um, or super thorough, you know, with the number of passes and this and that, that I would do with microneedling. It doesn't matter what it was, you know, it was like, this job needs to be done right. Every pore extracted, you know? So I'm just like, there are so many lazy providers. Sorry, I'm on a rant here. See, it's my 18th coming out. Get on her soapbox, but I just can't stand that. It's like, why are you doing this then? You know, hold yourself to a higher standard. Oh, calm down, right? Tell her to calm down. Okay, in the gene keys, the shadow of this one is judgment. See, I'm judging people. I'm judging people I don't think are, you know, like providers with good enough standards, treatment standards. Um, the gift is integrity and the city is perfection. Um, and I was like, you know, I want to look up some of the, some definitions of the word integrity and it's a quality of being honest, having strong moral principles. It's trustworthy. It's also about being unified, unimpaired and, or in like the construction of something sound construction, which is funny because there's, there's, a um, a construction company here in my town that's called integrity and i was like yeah you know if you build a house you want you want the bones of that house to be in integrity and then it was like um also in technology in an internal consistency or lack of corruption so i was like i just that that word just is very resonant to me you know it's kind of like what i was saying is like being in integrity in the treatment room like if you come to me and again, I'm speaking of past me, but it's like, you're paying me for, for me to do a job and I'm going to be in integrity doing that. And also, um, you know, knowing providers where it's like, well, it's going to take you a series of treatment. And I'm like, no way I can get that person there in two to three, say it's like a laser treatment. And I'm like, they're just, that's not being in integrity. That's taking somebody's money for results that you know that you can produce in X amount of treatment. Um, anyway, let's get back to the gene keys, shall we? <laughs> in the gene keys, Richard Rudd says of the 18th shadow that it holds another of the key secrets of all human interaction. All judgment is self-judgment. Yes. Yes, it is. Anyway, in the 64 ways, he says, those of us with the 18th key, that we have a gift for seeing flaws, which I love. I love that we're, we're acknowledging this as a gift, right? <laughs> uh, he says, if that comes out through a shadow mentality, it's hell. We are forever seeing what's missing, driven by this misery, and we may spend a lifetime chasing the flaws, trying to perfect them, eternally dissatisfied. Of course, we judge ourselves internally all the time for not being good enough. I want to stop right there and just say yes and on a mental health level um this is a whole thing you know i've talked about my struggles with like eating disorders and just body dysmorphic disorder and stuff this is another marker truly i feel like 18 is something if you saw it in someone's chart you could just be aware of that all right back to Back to what, what Richard's saying. Uh, the Chinese name for this hexagram is work on what has been spoiled. A wonderful name that at first glance might sound depressing, but on closer inspection is actually rather magical. Work on what has been spoiled. That means that we can find the flaws and use them as inspiration to serve the whole in some way. That's the gift. But the shadow is just what has been spoiled. There is no work. It's just a curse we carry everywhere we go. 
And he says of the 18th gift of integrity, he says, the problem with the shadow and its dilemma is that unless we can train the lens of this gene key on our own behavior in a compassionate way, we're caught in the inevitable hypocrisy of the judging game. You may remember Jesus calling out at the trial of a young woman who is threatened with death by stoning, that he who is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. A beautiful moment in the Gospels, a moment of integrity. And he goes on to say, as we evolve and begin to awaken, we begin to learn how to take responsibility for our own flaws. You may see the flaws of others, but instead of making them the focus, we train our laser sight on ourselves. We enter a great paradoxical realm, the realm of self-improvement. It's a paradox because our greater self can't be improved. It's already perfect, remember, but our lesser self definitely has some room for improvement. So our inner journey through the gift begins. We learn to use the flaws and our flaws and the flaws of others and even the flaws of humanity to inspire us. To begin with, most of us give this an outer focus. We try and improve some part of the world in some way. We feel the drive to try and help. This is a noble cause, but it's also flawed. It's flawed because we can't help the world until we've helped ourselves first. This is often the advice given to disciples, especially Western ones, of great realized teachers. The question is, how can we help the planet if we don't do something? It's no good just sitting here. The master will respond. You don't know how to help until you are you. And right now, you're still just a victim of your perception of the world's flaws. We only really help and enter into the field of integrity when we're no longer in reaction. Our service can't come from anger. It must come from love, from wisdom, from realization. Integrity has great calm inside it. It isn't showy or provocative. Integrity leads by example. That is its primary method. And because it's in the middle between the shadow and the city, it has roots in both. Integrity knows that underneath there's perfection, but it also acknowledges on the surface that there's work to be done. And I just have to say right there too, again, I think this is very, uh, very in alignment with my chart because I have one channel, the channel of exploration, centering circuits about loving, figuring out how to love myself and empowering other people to do so. I did so ring so true that it's like, you have to start with you. When you start to love yourself, accept yourself, accept your flaws, not be so hard on yourself, you can start turning that outward. And then it has a ripple effect. Like, I just feel so strongly about this. And then it's like feeling beautiful. Like, listen to all this 18. It's like it comes from the inside, you know, like loving yourself is the ultimate beauty hack. Okay, so notes here. It is part of a projected channel. So projector rules apply, seen, recognized, and invited. And for the love of all that is holy, please wait. For the invitation to share, like once you've been asked, once you've been invited to share what you see is flawed. This is part of a, like I said, the, that projector aspect. It's like you're not meant to just coldly pick things apart without being asked. Um, something that I've definitely been guilty of in the past. And here's the thing it's logical, it's cold, it's not personal. So you just see things that are wrong and you don't think that it it's harsh. 
you know, because you're the one with it. And then you realize like, oh my God, that did not come off. Well, I'm not criticizing the person. You're criticizing a thing or a situation or, you know, like whatever. And you just have to be like so careful with it. Truly, truly, you know? Um, and it's sweet. Like my husband will be like, oh my God, you know, like on one hand when I'm doing it. And then at the same time, I'm the person that he'll be like, you know, kind of have me finish up. Like he cooks these beautiful meals and I'll come in and finish things or like, he'll be like, can you plate this up? Cause he knows like, I'll grab something and I'll give a squeeze of lime here and a little sprinkle of this there. And all of a sudden, you know, whoa, this taking what he's already done, which is amazing. And just like, ting, cherry on top, right? Editor in chief, like, let me do that last thing that just puts it over the edge, you know? Um, so it's, so it is also very much a gift, uh, but important that, you know, even the people around you see, see that as a gift. Um, so 18 also has this potential for clairvoyance. Um, there is a connection to the right eye and it contains a heightened sense of taste or good taste. <laughs> so it, it sees what's wrong and it doesn't like it. Um, I always just think, oh God, I was laughing as I was like prepping my nose for this. Um, if you've ever seen School of Rock, that is, that's a, a family favorite in our house. And the little guy that's like the, the uh, costume designer, he's like, you're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> like, there it is. There's there's gate 18 and it's low expression. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so personal notes, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like I said, this is a biggie for me. So I'm gonna share some stuff. Um, and I share it here and there, but uh it's definitely intense for me, you know. I was born in 81, so there was a grand conjunction. So Jupiter and Saturn were conjunct at that time. Um, and it was it's retrograde for me, so very internally focused. Uh, and like I always think this like, yes, 18 just courses through my veins, and I certainly use it like on everything, but it's definitely been the most like damaging and destructive to myself, like internalizing that perfectionism. Um, like I mentioned anorexia, you know, with ballet and stuff and, and ballet is just really quite, uh, it falls in all these categories, you know, uh, you know how much you are loved and by your teachers. Like if you're the best, you're the one that actually gets the most corrections. Like, isn't that wild? Um, because the whole thing is they're giving you attention. They want you to get better. Like kids don't quite understand it. It takes you getting older to be like, oh yeah. They don't even bother to give corrections to the people that they don't, they wouldn't waste their breath on. So you take all this, this correct correction and constructive criticism and then internalize, internalize, and you're just like trying to become perfect, right? That's ballet in a nutshell. And I was like, and then you're in a room full of mirrors. Like who's the skinniest? Who's the best? Who's the most beautiful? Like it's harsh, you know, like it is, it's, it's a lot. And um, yeah. So anyway, it's, it's interesting too, because there's a whole, whole segment of the gene keys I didn't get into um, and all of this, it really does have to do with childhood wounds. And again, I'm just like, yeah, this, it's weird. It's like how this shows up so, so prominently um, for me. And then, and then to take that and then go into like the field of aesthetics, like, wow, you know, wow. So um, anywho, yeah, this this actually and in the gene keys, it's like two of two very, very, very important 
um, prosperity placements for me. So that's also been a journey, figuring out how to like utilize this in a, in a positive way that's going to, you know, essentially bring abundance into my life, um, in, in all the different ways that it can. So, yeah. Um, but I will say this, uh, this came up in a conversation the other day with a friend where they were like, I have, I have the same number, the same gate appearing, you know, a few times in my chart. And it's like, Hey, that's just a clue. Pay extra attention to that there. I mean, there's, there's the, um, the very, uh, mundane reason it's like, Oh, well, certain planets were in the same place or, you know, whatever. But then also it's like, but is that code, is that clues of pay attention to this energy because this is going to have, you know, some extra significance in your life. Okay. So yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, I would like to frame this energy again for it being so personal for me as like somebody who has incredibly high standards. I'm often <laughs> blown away at what others find acceptable or good or what they think is exceptional or incredible. And I'm always like, oh, that's garbage. <laughs> oh my God. Um, it, it is, this is the energy of a critic. You know, it's meant to critique and hopefully do that as constructive, constructive criticism, not just to tear things down. Right. And again, like I said, to be somebody who is both blessed and cursed with it multiple times, it is, it is exhausting. It's like, can I just enjoy things? Can, can I, can I? Is that possible? You know? Anyway, moving on. The programming partner, meaning the sun is in Libra in gate 18. The earth is automatically opposite in Aries 17. Again, this is on that cool logic, the yang side of the chart. Um, you know, and again, this is about this is about fact and opinions and it's projected again. So it's quite the pairing to have. Um, 17 is following the gate of opinions and it's it carries a fear because it's from an awareness center as well, the fear of challenge, having your opinions based on the facts and fear that your opinions will be challenged so you don't share them. Uh, it definitely needs to have details to back up said opinions. So the low expression here, it's like, having these strong opinions, blurting them out, not waiting to be asked for it. It's projected. And, you know, not not understanding, not respecting the fact that everybody has opinions and yours is not the only one. Um, and then it deals with like mental anxiety. But the high expression is taking taking a thought and opinion and testing it out using the scientific method. Again, it's super duper logical. It's, it's very analytical. You know, it's just trying to like fact check everything. And this, this one is connected again to the right eye, working out, seeing answers, seeing patterns, and then sharing it with the collective when invited. Um, yeah. And that just needs to keep, keep kind of this, this um, open mind in a sense that it's like, well, you know, there are other facts can come in and create the bigger picture and potentially change my mind and I'll, and I'll know more, I'll have more information. Then the gate that completes the channel is Capricorn Gate 58, forming the channel of judgment. This is a design of instability. 58 is known as the joyous. It's the gate of vitality, and it's the pressure to correct and perfect to make things better. And this one is that true love of life and the hope and desire to squeeze more out of it. You know, it just, it does want to make everything better. But again, it's in that, this channel. It can be this constant dissatisfaction with life, 
seeing everything is wrong. Nothing is perfect. It also wants things to be bigger, better, more. Um, and it can, it just pushes for that. But the beautiful side of it is, is the ability to identify what needs improving to make life more vibrant and beautiful, beautiful, excuse me, for all. Um, and it provides the necessary fuel, like the get up and go to actually make this happen. You know, if 18 is by itself, it can just see everything that's wrong, but it doesn't have the, uh, it doesn't have the drive to like go out and, and start actually making the corrections. So 58 gets it moving, you know, it's like, okay, let's not just talk about it. Let's actually do something. So 18 is the intuitive instincts of the spleen. It innately knows what is imperfect. Remember, it sees the cracks and everything, and it is being pushed to take action. You know, that that root is fueled. It's pressurized adrenaline coming up, and it's saying like, okay, let's go make things better. Um, and a little side note here is like, if you have this full channel, the channel of judgment, you can really benefit from plenty of physical activity, you know, burning some of this energy off. When the two come together to form the channel of judgment, it's about that never-ending repetitive cycle. This is why it's unstable, right? The, a design of instability, because you're always going to see what's wrong with the world and that that need, that pressure to perfect, correct, refine it. Because it comes from that cool side of the chart, it's trying to fix a pattern, right? Again, that perfectionism. And one of the major keys here is the projected element waiting to be invited to utilize this. You know, you're working, working to make things better for the whole of humanity, for the collective. It's not meant to be used on yourself or on another individual or even a, a small group of people. This is for the big picture. Um, yeah, it's that pure, pure joy and vitality to make things better. You know, it's like, so just, you know, like begin to act on things. It's not just about criticizing. So the two, obviously, I feel like they balance each other nicely for that channel. Um, because they work, those energy work together to make the world a better place. I have obviously the 18 many times, but a number of people in my life have the 58, um, family members and friends. And, and it's great because, you know, it's like, that 58 to me brings more of like the hope of things getting better. And, and me, I'm like, okay, well, here's, here's all the ways we're going to fix it. Um, astrologically, this channel would be Libra Capricorn square aspect. So friction and tension for the sake of growth. It's also occurring in the third quarter purpose fulfilled through relationship, right? Um, relationship with other people, relationship with the collective, even the relationship with yourself, not being so harsh on yourself. And if you want to keep your relationships intact, you know, it's like follow those projector rules, no matter what your design type is. It's like you, you bite your lip, you bite your tongue until you are asked for this. Don't go around criticizing everything. I know. Um, and you know, I, I think about this through the lens of obviously skincare and self-love. And it's like, this is this is a cue to, you know, ditch the magnifying mirrors and stop, stop picking, stop criticizing, stop comparing yourself. Uh, just really, you know, align, refine, don't pick yourself apart or pick others apart. Um, and and like I said, of course, you know, it's like go move your body. Like if you're if you're feeling that way, you're feeling fearful or anxious this is that uh, awareness center go move okay 
All right. So do you have this in your chart? The spleen is on the left side and 18 is going to be the on the outer rim. It's pointing down toward the root. And you'll see 18. Um, if it's black, red, or red and black, you have it somewhere in your chart. If it's white, you don't have that energy in your in your you know human design chart. But look down to the 58. Maybe you have that one. You'll get the full channel for approximately six days. Or maybe you don't have any of it. And that's cool too. You're going to experience it through other people. So check the charts around you. You're going to experience it through the transits. Um, we'll all have a little bit of that flavor here for, for a bit. Okay, I will be back soon with more. And if you love this episode, you love this show, please go rate it on Apple Podcasts. Give it five star a five-star rating and review. That helps so much. Give it a follow, you know, whatever, whatever feels good for you. Take a screenshot, share, um, just help get this information out to more people. And of course, if you want to learn more human design with me, grab the free guide, $11 class, the yoga nature for your type and authority. Um, yeah, lots of good stuff. There's going to be more, more classes and things. I'm kind of, kind of feeling like, is that a shift coming on, um, refocusing some stuff. So I think there's, there's going to be some cool things I'm cooking up and make sure you follow me over on Instagram at Michaela McLean. And of course, until next time, have a beautiful day.